0: welcome everyone to today's devotion we are in acts chapter 18 which is a pretty straightforward chapter especially considering uh, how much has gone on uh, really since chapter 13 to 14. Um, what we have in chapter 18 is really the the same pattern we've seen thus far paul enters the city starts with the jews Uh, is ultimately rejected, though some believe, but ultimately rejected by the broader Jewish community. He then goes to the Gentiles and eventually is expelled from the city. Goes to the next city, starts the same thing. We've seen this over and over uh, again. So what I really wanna emphasize is some of the characters we meet that play a role in later chapters and in the broader ministry of Paul. Verse one, after this, Paul left Athens and went to Corinth. He found a Jew named Aquila a native of Pontus, recently come from Italy with his wife Priscilla because Claudius had commanded all the Jews to leave Rome. I just want to pause there. Here we meet Priscilla and Aquila. Uh, in fact, you'll you'll notice that in the narrative, Aquila, the husband, is mentioned before Priscilla, the wife. But after this, it's almost always the opposite, Priscilla and Aquila. Uh, there's a lot of debate as to why that is. Typically, you would mention the husband before the wife in the order of things. Um, but here, um, in, in, with this couple, it's usually the opposite. If you want another example of this biblically would be Mary and Joseph. Think about how naturally we say that. Because in the Bible, uh, Mary is often named first, um, as opposed to saying Joseph and Mary. Um, but it, it makes sense in, in that sort of context. Uh, but with Priscilla and Aquila, it's, it's, it's there's some question as to why the Bible pr- uh, breaks the tradition of Um, husband and then wife pattern. It's not that big of a deal, but but it is something noteworthy. These two individuals are wealthy. They uh, originally live in Rome, but they have homes in Corinth and in other communities, and they use their wealth to uh, help the early church uh, do ministry, uh, and they house within their home um, the, the local church. Remember, you don't have church buildings What you need are church homes, and the wealthy are often uh, used because they have larger property uh, for this purpose. Another example of this would be Philemon. Um, The church of Colossus meets in Philemon's home. So when uh, Paul writes the letter to the Colossian church, he also writes a letter to Philemon, both of which would be be read out loud publicly during worship service. Um, so Priscilla and Aquila are, are important, they're, they're going to follow Paul throughout this entire chapter. But you'll notice they've been kicked out of Rome, they're kicked out of Rome because they are Jews. The Emperor Claudius did this, we know he did this outside of the New Testament, we have evidence of this. He later welcomes them back, um, but he does expel them um, for for various reasons and accusations. Um, So Paul went to see them and because he was of the same trade, he stayed with them and worked for they were tent makers by trade. This is where we see that Paul uh, was a tent maker. Now that that is actually a quite interesting detail we we get, not one that we would probably expect. Most of your religious elites in Israel had a side job. Um, Maybe they worked on a farm or they, they did something else. Paul was a tent maker. Um, This isn't unusual. Today we have a lot of bivocational ministers, even a lot of full-time ministers have um, a a side gig of of whether it's uh, paid or or non-paid. And Paul was a tent maker. Now, your primary um, customer, if you're a tent maker, was Roman soldiers. they're not the only ones that they were making tents for but a primary customer so a lot of people see this as an ethical point worth highlighting that paul here is supporting um a system that is um not the most righteous and and this 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 is often used to make some ethical conclusions regarding christianity we get a hint of this actually with john the baptist remember when john the baptist is, is asked by tax collectors and by soldiers. You know, what does repentance look like? It doesn't say stop being a tax collector, but rather he says be a tax collector that is just and don't take more than, than what is required. Don't victimize the poor more. And the soldiers, he, he encourages them to, to be just, to be righteous soldiers, not to leave the military. It's an important point because it, it does help us think about issues of, of um, military service How do we uh, work um, and and, and even serve alongside a a corrupt government? Uh, What does that look like for a Christian? Now, this doesn't answer all the questions. It certainly gets difficult. Um, But it's not like the Roman military uh, was practicing Augustine's... um, 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 Oh, the the, the ethics of war, a just war theory, right? Uh, I don't think they were practicing any of that. Um, But here is Paul working in Corinth as a tent maker. Now, let me also add that this becomes an issue in the letters to 1 and 2 Corinthians. You remember Paul will say, although I had the right to receive a salary from you, uh, I anticipated that that would have been an issue. And so I denied uh, my right to a salary. Um, And and so Paul will, will bring this up. Uh, particularly in First Corinthians, when he's talking about generosity and whatnot, well, he's making tents, verse four, and he reasoned in the synagogue every Sabbath and tried to persuade Jews and Greeks. That's the pattern. Um, and uh, what does you have at first? There's some a good response, and then you get a broader Jewish response of of, of rejecting them. And with that comes uh, a lot of issues. Well, I don't want to spend forever on this chapter. Verses 5 to 17 has a lot of drama in it um, that people are punished because they welcome Paul and are connected to to his ministry and all that. Um, Paul is assured that, that God will do a great ministry through him in the city. So um, he, he he stays for a while. Corinth, I believe, is maybe the longest he stayed. Uh, an initial visit of of a city. I could be wrong on that. There's people who know more about Paul in the Book of Acts than I do, but but it's certainly I, th- I think it ranks up there. Was there for about 18 months, give or take. We'll skip down to verse 18. After this, Paul stayed many days longer. Then he took leave of the brothers and set sail for Syria, and with him Priscilla and Aquila. So we see that Paul's entourage, if you will, is is growing. Now they're not always with him. Paul will send them out. In fact, verse five we saw Silas and Timothy arrived from Macedonia. So Paul goes on, you remember that Paul had to go to Athens, whereas Silas and Timothy are staying behind in Macedonia, but they meet in Corinth. So now you have Paul and Silas and Timothy, added that Priscilla and Aquila, um, and, and his entourage is is growing. But he doesn't just keep his his party with him. What he seeks to do is to send them out and then meet up uh, somewhere uh, else later. Well, skip down to verse 24, Paul is now in Ephesus, now a Jew named Apollos, so, so we've seen uh, Barnabas and John Mark and Silas and Timothy, Priscilla and Aquila, now we meet Apollos. All these uh, individuals play an important role in the book of Acts, but also in the propagation of the gospel in the early church. Um, their, their, their legacy is quite significant, and I'm not sure we'll ever really know the extent of their ministry until uh, we meet them face to face in the new heavens and the new earth and the new Jerusalem. Uh, but nevertheless, here is Apollos, a native of Alexandria. Alexandria is the second largest city in the Roman Empire. It's in Egypt. Um, came to Ephesus. He was an eloquent man, competent in the Scriptures. Um, many believe that Apollos perhaps wrote the Book of Hebrews. Some see it as either Paul or Apollos. Apollos, of course, is a Greek name. He's named after the, the god Apollo, uh, which I believe is the uh, moon gods, where we get the Apollo missions to the moon, uh, right? So um, he is eloquent and, and, and really knows his Bible. Um, Paul will, will say later, I believe this is in the Corinthian writings, that he didn't come with uh, eloquent speech. He wasn't a gifted public speaker um he's a good defender of of the faith as his letters make very evident but in terms of public speaking not particularly gifted apollos on the other hand was you know, and so he is often uh, credited with Hebrews and and other stuff. So, verse twenty-five, he had been instructed in the way of the Lord, and being fervent in spirit, he spoke and taught accurately accurately the things concerning Jesus, though he knew only the baptism of John. There's some debate here. This issue will come up later with the last instance of tongue speaking. Um, so it's possible Apollos had uh, repented under the ministry of John the Baptist. Maybe he returned back to Alexandria before Jesus arrives, uh, but nevertheless remained a faithful uh, believer in the baptism of John. Some debate as to what all this means practically, but but nonetheless what you have here is one who is um, who understands repentance but, but hasn't seen uh, salvation in Christ. All right. Verse 26, he began to speak boldly in the synagogue. When Priscilla and Aquila, you see there, Priscilla and Aquila, introduced Aquila and Priscilla, Switch. there's no theological depth there, just something that sticks out to me, heard him. They took him aside, explained to him the way of God more accurately. I love that. He said that, the, that he's, he's 90% there, but he's missing the key component, that is Christ. John was pointing you to Christ, and we've come to tell you who this person is, right? And so here he has his conversion. Uh, when he wished to cross to Achaia, the brothers encouraged him and wrote to the disciples to welcome him. By the way, notice we have letters from Paul and others that aren't in the New Testament. It's written right there. Um, when he arrived, he greatly helped those through grace uh, had believed. Notice that uh, faith came by grace, Because salvation is a matter of grace. He powerfully refuted the Jews in public and showing by the scriptures that the Christ was Jesus. So this is his conversion uh, story. He'll play an important role as the narrative goes and as the early church continues to to spread. Uh, But here we meet some, some incredibly important people, Apollos and Priscilla and Aquila, Silas and Timothy are still around, and we've met Luke. Now, we're not getting we statements here, but we did earlier, so we don't know where Luke is. Um, But um, we can add Luke to that list of a growing entourage that Paul will mentor. He will disciple and send them out. He's following the same pattern of Jesus, which is tempting for me to go on a rant about that. But I think I've done that a few times already. So with that... Um, Hope to see you guys here tomorrow. I hope you're keeping up with our uh, 40 days of prayer. Today is day three. We will post later a link to um, a personal um, devotion from one of our members. I encourage you to pray for uh, the propagation of the gospel here in the city of Frankfurt. If you're not in Frankfurt, uh, the 40 days of prayer apply to you, especially if you're in the state of Kentucky. It's a statewide initiative. Uh, May God use you in reaching our state for Christ and may that begin with prayer. Hope to see you guys, Lord Willing, Tonight, six thirty, if not tomorrow for devotion.